Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more, the fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18 plus, begambleaware.org, T's and C's apply. This is a game day podcast from TalkSport, The Appendix. Yeah, welcome along everybody to Game Day, The Appendix. I'm Danny Kelly. With me are my two guests from this week's Game Day, The Record Book podcast mark webster of course you know him as the host of the weekend breakfast shows on Talksport 2 and paul parker uh, england player in his time and legendary player for fulham manchester united queens park rangers and others um obviously the thing we have to talk about here as we build up towards the first international break of the season four weeks into the actual season by the way <laughs> um is the england squad um first of all i'll start with what, what shocked me most carl walker to me has been one of the the great fullbacks in world football for the past three or four years. I saw him, of course, uh, doing his stuff at Spurs. Uh, he's gone on to win things at Manchester City. And I know I know England are blessed with right-backs. So I'll start with you, former England right-back Paul Parker. Carl Walker, shocked to be left out of the England squad? Oh, without a doubt. When you look at what he does for City and the way he plays and what we're trying to turn our national team into, something off the back of what Pep Guardiola's brought to English football... He's the first person you bring in. If you want to play that system, if you want to go to a free at the back, he would be good as one of your free or your wing back. He offers a lot. He's flat back four. He's a guaranteed right back. It seems a strange one to leave someone of that experience out. And I, I just don't see continuity in what Gareth Southgate's doing at this moment in time. It does look a mixed bag, doesn't it? I mean, and, and by the way, having, having seen him play at London Stadium, I, I'd say I've never seen him fitter and faster. As well, Kai Walker. I mean, I know that, of course, the reason he kind of did disappear for a while, there was an injury, and he did, he did, he wasn't necessarily even considered City's starting fullback for a while there, but he was unbelievable um, at, at West Ham. Trippier has had a difficult season last year for <clears throat> the World trying Cup, trying to bed in at a new club, and, and he's suddenly back in the squad. Yeah, uh, there are areas here. I, I'm, I'm a Massive advocate of of Gareth Southgate because mm-hmm. what he will do, he is a breath of fresh air. He's, he's yep. bre- and what he's done is he seems to be excellent at being top to bottom. I, I, you get the sense that the whole of the England setup kind of has is of one mind and of one direction. If it doesn't work, fair enough. But at least that you've kind of got some consistency appearing to go through the ranks there, which I think is great news. But this squad doesn't necessarily... You can't look at this and, and, and come up with one conclusion from you, can it? It's to say, it's, it feels like a real box of roses. Yeah, I, I agree. Knowing that I'm super blessed at right back these days, but uh, Carl Walker seems like a, a very, very uh, strange exclusion. And it can't even be... I know Southgate is obsessed with youth because Trippier's older than Walker. Um, and so it's a very odd inclusion. Let me ask you another question then, forming and centre-half. What has Tyrone Mings done to get included in the England squad? 
I really don't know. He wasn't <laughs> he wasn't good enough to play for Bournemouth. They couldn't get him out quick enough. He goes to Villa, initially struggles, by the way, and all of a sudden Villa get promotion, and then, okay, he was in a promotion-winning side, plays three Premier League games for Aston Villa, and then he gets picked in England squad. It does not make any sense. People would have talked about Con- Connor Cody for what he's done last season for Wolves, who had a fantastic season. And you say to yourself, yeah, he's earned the right. He's he's built a foundation to maybe go in and be involved in the squads. But no, he's he's nowhere near it. And of course, uh, to to not help Gareth Southgate out, Mings that fought for the goal at the weekend. Yes, he was. And, he, and be honest, that was one of his faults in that game as well. I don't know if he's seen the headlines and maybe was thinking about that and trying to become something that he isn't. But if that was a if that was a kind of performance he 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 wanted sorry he wanted something decent to go into this next weekend and the midweek coming up that wasn't the performance that he actually put in there that wasn't the right shift to go into this next squad but there is a surfeit of defenders there and you and, and I guess the point would be is that we'll end up with a with a really good looking back four and you might argue three that, right but, backs by the way well, yes exactly bless we're certainly blessed there as well You're exactly right midfield though is a is a massive issue for me I think Jordan Henderson I'm right in saying as pulled out through injury so mm-hmm. so I'm not sure how they'll replace him and Fabian Delph had a decent game at the weekend for Everton and of course always a favourite of Gareth Southgate but there's Southgate. a whole load of weird stuff going well, that's on what, but that's what I say is Ross Barkley hasn't exactly featured as a mainstay of a Chelsea side which Arguably, lacks experience Arguably he's not even the best young English player in Chelsea's midfield Quite. hello Mason Mount exactly uh, Alex Oxlade-Chambion uh, you know, uh, he will be a massive asset for England as and when he's match fit, but he's has he even had up ninety minutes of football for Liverpool no. yet? He started him in a game. He had to take him off, didn't yes. he? Because yeah. he was poor. He was way off pace, and then I think he's had a sub subs appearance since then. So he's struggling. So it doesn't make sense. So the midfield players that he selected, it looked we look extraordinarily thin in there. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, because there's so few who you could actually say are proper midfield players. Yeah. I mean, Oxley Chamberlain is essentially a forward. Uh, Lingard is a forward, um, and and whose inclusion as well would, would cause eyebrows to be raised in the general area of Old Trafford, I suspect, because mm-hmm. um, Jesse's very good in that in that advert where he's selling the ice cream. Less good on the pitch just now. Um, and you're right. I mean, who are the proper midfielders in there? Winks, I suppose, is one. Um, and then, well, you got De- Declan Rice. Yeah, I guess. Play. I mean, from my point of view, Declan Rice is probably given him is already ahead now in the rankings, so that he becomes that the holding midfield player. But Madison, James Madison's in there, mm-hmm. and just for me, I think if we're talking about getting enough under your belt to 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 earn the right to get the a starting eleven position, I'd say that Madison A has done that, and B is just the right kind of midfielder that England needs. Is the playmaker? Yeah, that's definitely right. Yeah, I'd definitely go with that. I'd look at, I'd play him. And if you look at him, you're talking about Henderson now, who has pulled out the squad. I yeah. think by all accounts, then I think Madison has to start. I'd, I'd like to see Winks in there with Declan Rice as well, yeah, right? Because Declan Rice is definitely more of a holder, but Winks, as we've seen now, has, has, has to added pass more the to ball it. forward. And, yeah. has and, to pass and, the ball. and Winks does that now. His game has come on incredibly in his last 18 months. Injury has curtailed a little bit of of his start at Tottenham, but he's a fantastic uh, he's come player. Back a little bit, yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. Listen, the last question then, and uh, you know, England are uh, again blessed with with Harry Kane and a whole lot of other people. Rashford's pace is incredibly important at international level. But a, a daft question: If Ashley Barnes was playing for, let's say Chelsea, would he be in this England squad? I, the argument. I tell you what, I I, I understand that that's a, a strong argument for that. But Callum Wilson's in the England squad and he plays for Bournemouth. 
Yes. And I, and so I just think that Callum Wilson clearly, and I, I would, you know, he nearly went, was it Chelsea were in for him mm-hmm. at one point there? He's attracted the interest of top flight Premier League teams. He's good and I think And I think he's a very, exactly right. And I like I like him as as that kind of centre forward in the England squad, i.e. I'd have him ahead of Ashley Barnes if it was a contest. I think you have to look at the demographic of what you, what you want your centre forward to be. Yeah. And Ashley Barnes, at this moment in time, is like talking about bringing in Bob Latchford. Aesthetic yeah. sense <laughs> There's of one for the teenagers, well by the way. Yeah. Oh, well um, played. Because I mean, I've got to think about Ashley Barnes. I've got two things to say about him. One, I love saying this. That's why I wanted to play for England. I saw him playing for Eastbourne Borough back in the day. My father-in-law, no longer with us, sadly. Um, and I used to go and watch football at Eastbourne Borough, his local club. Although there are three clubs in Eastbourne. How great is English football? Wow. There are three. The local yeah. rivalries. Yeah, Eastbourne, Eastbourne Town and Eastbourne United. Eastbourne Borough Naturally. as well. And so there they are. They're all, all all there together. I saw Ashley Barnes, I mean, completely on loan, I think from Brighton. I mean, completely dominated the game. and had to be sent back after about three months because it was silly that he was playing at that level. Um, but also, I like him because I like a dirty centre forward. Alan Shearer <laughs> was secretly dirty. Kevin Davis had ten, a very nice man to meet in, in person. He has been with me. Um, but he was a filthy player up front, particularly for Bolton. So he didn't, um, didn't keep it a secret? No, no, no. And Ashley Barnes, he, he knocks people about. I love that about him. Yes, without, uh, there is something about him. He does great for Burnley and he's definitely agile. And he's, he, there's something about his game which is different to the static number nine. I've, so I think I've kind of a little bit disrespectful when I mentioned Bob Latchard, but lucky enough, no one knows. How about Steve anyway. Ball? I do. Steve Ball, for what, when do you remember Steve Ball was drafted? I think he was in the first division as he, was. Yes, he, 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 Playing the walls yeah. and they said, we need that kind of centre forward. And I guess uh, that's Barnes. Let me ask you a, a question. I mean, you mentioned these tough uh, centre forwards. You've left out, of course, the legendary. Did you ever play against Mick Harford? I tried not to, <laughs> to be perfect. I never actually come up against him. I did when he was a. You centre must have for, heard the tales about Mick Harford, the things he yeah. did to a centre half. Oh, he did, yeah. But lucky enough, when I was at QPR playing centre half, big Alan McDonald got involved with him ah. too, and that's the time I said, "Alan, you can have him," because <laughs> because yeah. it, it worked out. It was he was he is the one person that you would kick him, or sorry, he would kick you, and you would apologise for getting in the way. <laughs> That's how he was. Uh, someone told me a story, I can't remember who now, where he was fouled in the area by Martin Keown, and he said, you wait now. And the next corner that uh, his team got, I think it might have been, where would he have been? Luton. Um, he, he, uh, he gets on the goal line. Martin lines up behind him. The next thing, Harford's elbow comes back, takes out the two front teeth, which are lying on the pitch. He turns round. The Arsenal players have changed position. It's a poor Andy Linigan has got no teeth. And he's, <laughs> he's, oh, Andy, I'm so sorry. Uh, that wasn't meant to be. <laughs> Wrong set of teeth. <laughs> and Andy Linigan was a lovely fellow. Yeah. There was no malice in Andy at mm-hmm. all. I'm absolutely lovely fellow, but no teeth. But no teeth. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to Game Day. The appendix from me, Danny Kelly, Mark Webster, and and we're listening to their uh, Paul Parker. More next week. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds? We set them. Form guides? We've got them. Expert opinions? We share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Ladbrokes. Odds update on Talk Sport with Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com. 18 plus be gambleaware.org T's and C's apply yeah, Hold that please level 5 thank you Ah you must be one of our new interns Yeah hi nice to meet you Hi now the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparcel Rise plug sale The most important thing is what sorry 
the single most important thing is to work in the channelized Bingbingus at the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.